Hello, EOB Society. Welcome back to another installment of Evolution Revisited. I am Jason Sircone, and today on the show, I am taking a look back at episode 24 of Evolution of Brand, featuring none other than Alea Harris. What a way to kick off the new year with a phenomenal conversation that Alea brought complete energy value she knocked it out of the park with her tremendous impact. So if you haven't done so already, you need to jump back, listen to episode 24, then come back here, listen to Evolution Revisited, because I'm going to share some of my takeaways from my conversation with Alea. So for context's sake, listen to episode 24 if you have not done so already. Also going to be talking about the one thing and why that keeps coming up here on Evolution of Brand. And I've got a sneak preview of episode 26 featuring Nathaniel Brown. So good stuff coming up on the show today. Let's get into it. So like I said, if you haven't done so already, take a listen to episode 24. If you have, then I'm sure you felt the value that Alea brought to the table. And we learned a lot. One of the big things that Alea talked about, and it's something that I agree with completely, and it's been something I've been focusing on more and more with everything I do and the conversations that I've been having here on Evolution of Brand have been reflecting that. So you're going to hear all of this much more as new episodes continue to come out every week. But it's the importance of having a personal brand. And me and Alea talked a lot about the fact that whether you're working in a corporate environment or you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a gig employee, whatever your method of making a living in this world is, you need to have a personal brand built and established, and you have to continue to embellish it and present it to the world in a clear and compelling fashion. It is the only way that you're going to make things happen. Things may seem good today, but they could change by tomorrow. I know that's something I've experienced in my past. Fortunately, I had already started some of that, and I was able to transition myself from the corporate job that I lost into what is now my full-time work with lots of iterations, lots of pivots along the way. And that's what you are setting yourself up for as you develop a personal brand. So even if you're working for a company, there's no reason why you can't take the expertise that you utilize within that company each and every day and parlay it into your personal brand so people are attracted to you. If things were to change, you have that as backup. And if things were to stay the same, you have something going for you that's going to position you as an expert. That could put you in a great spot if you're looking for advancement within your company. So the importance and the power of personal branding was once again something that Alea and I talked about. And one of my big takeaways, anytime we get to have that type of conversation on the show, it's something that I'm always going to grab a hold of because I know how important it truly is. Another big takeaway from my conversation with Alea was just another reminder of something that has been brought up on the show before. I'm sure if you're on social media in any capacity that you've experienced this, but a lot of what we see on a day-to-day -day basis is the shiny, polished, finished product. And a lot of times we get lost in the fact that that's what we aspire to, but we know nothing about how much hard work, how much sacrifice, and how much actual truth is being presented in that shiny, polished, finished product. 
Alea had a great quote for this, and that quote is, you can emulate the success of other people, but you have to first emulate their work ethic. 100%. And, and that's something that I stress a lot on the show, and I'm sure if you've listened to several episodes, you've heard me say this many times. And Alea and I talked about it as well, too. The touchdown celebration. It's, it's, it is what it is, but how'd they get there? How did the team get to the end zone? Was there a 98 or 99-yard drive that led up to that end zone celebration? What happened? How did that whole thing come to life? To me, there's more value in seeing the actual drive and how the team executed to get to that point than there is just seeing the dance at the end. So if you aspire to have that type of result, you need to know what happened in between. How did they get from point A to point B? And if you're looking to build your brand, if you're looking to grow your company, if you're looking to scale in any capacity, having an understanding of the work ethic that's involved is going to help you do that. Now, spoiler alert, nothing comes easy. There is always going to be an element of work involved if you want to get to that end zone celebration. So you've got to be willing to put in the time, put in the reps, and put in the plays to get to that point. So... Emulating somebody's work ethic is far superior than just emulating this picture of success that they're presenting to you. So pay close attention to that the next time that you're scrolling through Instagram and you're seeing a lot of these visions and pictures and videos that showcase success. Understand that whoever is posting that had to put some type of work in to get to that point. You need to be prepared to do the same. And my final takeaway that I'll share with you today, EOB Society, from my conversation with Alea on episode 24, was the fact that marketing is all about building lucrative relationships. I have subscribed to that belief for a long time that everything we do is all predicated on the value of the relationships that we build. Think about anything that you've accomplished in your life. More than likely, Anything that's successful has happened because you had a strong relationship in place and you knew that the person or people that you were dealing with were trustworthy and you could turn to them and look at them as a resource and know that you were going to get the satisfaction and the transformation that you sought by putting your trust and your money in what they had to offer. Even if you haven't met these individuals in person, the internet is a very powerful platform that gives you an opportunity to get to know somebody, what their values are, what their philosophies are, what goods and services they have for you before you even pick up the phone or schedule a consultation or set up a time to meet them in person. That's the beauty of the world we're living in today. You can get to know somebody and learn about how they can help you solve your problems before you even talk to them. Alea makes a reference to this that someone may join your email list and be a part of it for years before they ever decide to make a move. Because it's not your job to tell somebody when it's the right time for them to make that move. They're going to decide that by themselves. If you're in a position to where you're providing them value at all times, at all junctures, and continuing to just talk to them and be a part of their world and providing them with that valuable impact that they need... When the time comes, they're going to be thinking of you first. So you're going to be front of mind when they make that purchasing decision. So think of it on that level 
versus trying to just sell, sell, sell and be in somebody's face and tell them why what they're doing sucks or why everybody else out there sucks and you're the only person they should be dealing with. No, everybody has access to information. Everybody is going to use the tools at their disposal to get to know who they want to get to know. And when it comes down to it, they're going to put their trust and they're going to give their business to the people they trust the most. So instead of selling all the time, 24 seven, put emphasis on building lucrative relationships. And as Alea says, business happens at the speed of relationships. So don't think all results are going to be immediate. Some people may take weeks to respond. Some may take months. And as I said a moment ago, some may take years. And that's okay because you're there to provide value. That is why you went into business. That's why you're building your brand. And that's something you can control. If you get too pushy and you get too salesy, people are going to leave your circle and they're going to find somebody else that isn't. So make sure that your number one focus is on building strong relationships and providing value that allows it to happen efficiently and effectively. Episode 24 is a damn good installment of Evolution of Brand, if I do say so myself. So if you haven't done so already, jump back and take a listen. If you have listened already, listen again. It's worth a second trip round the block. Great episode. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So let's talk about something that has now come up on two straight episodes. And if you tune into next week's episode, you're going to hear it come up on a third. And if you want to count evolution revisited and the fact that I'm talking about this today, it'll be four straight episodes. When I was talking with Nate Palmer back on episode 22, he brought up the one thing, which is a phenomenal book and a great podcast as well. And the reason why I feel that so many of us have grabbed hold of that book, and I I mean, I remember the reason that I picked it up was I heard so many entrepreneurs on different podcasts that I was listening to say, get the one thing, you got to read the one thing. And it was almost like any advertisement that you see on television or hear on the radio, the more you hear it, the more it gets implanted in your head and you finally say, all right. I'm doing it. I'm going to make this decision to read this book. And I did. And holy shit, game changing book. No wonder everybody gravitated to it because the message is so powerful as an entrepreneur. I know that I can relate to you listening in EOB society right now. When I say that we tend to overcomplicate things and we try to do so much to build our brands, to be successful. And when in doing that, we tend to overcomplicate everything that's involved with making that happen. And the one thing reverse engineers that whole thought process and goes back to this fundamental question that allows you to simplify what you're focusing on and put emphasis on the right aspects of your life and the most important work that you have So you can make the impact that you're looking to make. So you can be productive and actually accomplish what you want to accomplish versus trying to do a hundred different things that you're hoping will all add up to this amazing result. And when you're doing a hundred different things, it's hard to get one result to truly stand out. That one fundamental question in the one thing is what is the one thing that I can do such that by doing it, 
everything else will be easier or unnecessary. So think about that. You break that question down. You're not looking at what's the 50 things I can do, right? It's one thing. And we're looking at our, our activities for the day and you say, wow, I got a lot on my plate today. There's a lot that I need to accomplish. And that's where it comes down to, okay, what's the top priority here? What do I really need to accomplish today? And how can I make that happen? And again, looking at this question, what is the one thing that I can do such that by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary? If you can get your focus down to the one thing that's going to make everything else that is on your list easier or unnecessary, you are going to be in a great place. Now, one of the biggest takeaways from that book for me, and as I learned, as I talked to Nate Palmer on episode 22 and Alea on episode 24 is time blocking. Time blocking is imperative to doing whatever it is you want to do to be successful in a corporate environment, in an entrepreneurial environment, as you build your brand, you have to discipline yourself to make non-negotiable, unbreakable appointments that allow time in your day to focus on your most important work. If you don't do that, you're going to continue to see a lack of results. Take a look at Alea's example. She had a major project that she had been struggling to finish for four months. Her business coach recommended to her that she read the one thing, and Alea did so, and learned that if she were to take time each and every day to block out uninterrupted time to do the work that was most important, she would be able to accomplish anything that she needed, and she would be able to get through her project in a very efficient fashion. So, as she shared, she had been working on this and struggling for four months. She started blocking off time each day and finished in a week. One week was all it took. Uninterrupted, focused, non-negotiable appointments that allowed her to focus on the most important work in her life at that time. An hour doesn't seem like much, right? But I can tell you, I started this with half an hour a day. And I know I mentioned that when Alea and I were talking on episode 24, half an hour a day. That's now turned into an hour that I have in, I have it built into my daily schedule each day, one hour of uninterrupted work. And that's where I turn off my phone, close all the browsers, focus on the one thing that I need to be focused on that day that is my most important work. Once I started doing that, things started to change. Things started to click. I can't give the amount of justice time blocking deserves in this short 10 minute segment here on evolution revisited, but you need to check out the one thing to get the full scope of how powerful this philosophy is. And like I said before, so many entrepreneurs and professionals mention the one thing as the one book. And I will put a plug for the podcast as well, the one book and the one podcast that you need to listen to, because that message is going to change how you look at everything. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like you just can't get through your day because there are so many things on your list and you're working 18 to 20 hours, what's the one thing that you can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier 
or unnecessary. Grab the one thing. I have links in episodes 22 and 24, and I'll have them in episode 26 as well. Because like I said, and this was completely by coincidence. I know as I batch out and record episodes of Evolution of Brand, I didn't just line them all up because they all mentioned the one thing. I had my schedule built, and as I was editing and preparing the episodes, I just laughed because I just, well, this again, it proves the power of this book and this podcast and their message. So a huge shout out to Jay Papazan and Gary Keller and Jeff Woods, because what they're doing is phenomenal work. And if you haven't listened to that podcast or grabbed that book, you need to do so now. So let's get ready for episode 26. As I mentioned before, I have the one and only Nathaniel J. Brown coming on the show. His message is so friggin' powerful. I want to give a shout out to Marcus Ogden, who you heard on episode five of Evolution of Brand. Marcus introduced Nathaniel and I, and Nathaniel and I jumped on a quick call to get to know one another before we ever did the recording. And I knew, and he knew it as well immediately, as we were talking, I said, man, when we hit record, this is going to be a powerful message because I could tell this guy had the value to bring to the mic. And I can't wait for you to check out all of that value. Nathaniel's message is all about breaking through a lot of those things that hold you back in your life and living your life and building your brand beyond the limitations that have been put in place for you. So I want to take this opportunity to give you a brief shot of episode 26 of Evolution of Brand featuring Nathaniel Brown. Take a listen. It was the moment I stopped believing that the world was against me. It was one of those moments. It was a pivotal moment for me. I had to stop. I had to give away and surrender some old, unproductive paradigms of there's an enemy out there keeping me from doing this thing. And it, what it did was it breeded self-responsibility. It breeded a, a, a need to take responsibility for the world I was living in. If I wasn't getting what I want, then I can't point the finger out there. I have to look within and figure out what am I not aligned with? So I have this theory called the creation formula, align, attune, agree, allow. And what that means is where am, what am I positioned? How am I positioned? Because if I'm not positioned in a way that gets me towards my goal, then I won't reach it. Lao Tzu says it best. If you don't change where you're headed, where you're, you're, the direction you're in, you'll end up where you're heading. It's really simple. So if you don't want to end up where you're heading, change directions. So what, what position are you in? When you turn your GPS on, what's the first thing the GPS locates? It locates you, not where you're going. It locates you. Where are you now? And then we can determine where you want to go. And then when you determine where you, where you want to go, then the plan shows up. So there you have it. That is a brief clip from episode 26 of Evolution of Brand featuring Nathaniel Brown. Nathaniel's episode will go live next Tuesday. As do all new episodes, be sure that you are following and you're subscribed to Evolution of Brand on your favorite podcast platform so you're the first to know when new episodes go live. As always, you can catch show notes and much more from me at jasoncircone.com. And if you haven't done so already, please take a minute to recommend Evolution of Brand to one person in your circle who needs to feel the impact. That's going to do it for today's installment of Evolution Revisited. 
I will be back with you on episode 26 of Evolution of Brand. Until then, my name is Jason Sircone. Never stop evolving. Podcast guest marketing is the most dynamic, value-driven, and fun way to build your presence and grow your personal brand. Whenever you go on a podcast, you have a brand new opportunity to make an impact, provide value, and position yourself as a resource and thought leader in your space. But in order to maximize the success of your campaigns, you need to be fully optimized and execute with a strategy that ensures you're setting yourself up to reap the rewards of your guest appearances for years to come. To help you get started, I put together a blueprint called 10 Tips for Becoming a Valuable, Fully Optimized Podcast Guest, and I want to give this to you for free today. This guide will walk you through the important steps of podcast guest optimization, finding podcasts that align with your mission, curating a powerful guest presentation, and so much more. Pick up a free copy of 10 Tips for Becoming a Valuable, Fully Optimized Podcast Guest today by visiting jasoncircone.com slash PGO guide or click the link in the show notes to learn more.